Hello there, family. I didn't see you there. And welcome back to another edition of Crenshaw Corner. I am Sanchez Crenshaw, and as always, I am joined by the best part of my day. The apple to my eye. The rib that completes me. The Smurfette to my village. Don't do that. The Ruby D to my Aussie Davis. Come on now, yes. Yes, now I know that. I figured you know that I know that one. If you don't know nothing else. I know that. You know that one. You know that one. What's going on, family? What is going on? I am Angela Crenshaw, guys. What is going on? That is my wife family. What's up? That is my wife family. What's up? What's going on, babe? What's up? Family, before he does a little housekeeping, just let you know, if you hear some chatter, some laughter, we have guests. I don't even know if we're going to call them guests. So you're going to just jump right into that, though? I, I just want, because they, they can hear them, and I want them to know that we not <laughs> out here being bipolar and schizophrenic. So Schizophrenic. Yeah, like that. Like clinic? Because the prince is here, so we have to talk with a... Wow. Yeah. You got to put that, that Queen's English <laughs> yeah. in there. You got to put that Queen's yeah. English. I got to talk proper. Yeah, got you you. got to get yourself together. So family, <laughs> family, before she continues down her tirade already... <laughs> We always want to begin by just saying thank you, family. We always yes. want to start with a show of gratitude. Yes. We thank you guys so much for oh our new goodness. listeners, for our new family yes. members. What's up, family? Welcome. However you found us, whether mm-hmm. it's iTunes, whether it's Podbean, Come whether it's Spotify, yes. whether it's Google Play, whether it's mm-hmm. Amazon Music, whether it's iHeartRadio, or on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. We thank you guys so much for just listening. Yes. For our returning family members. Come on, in the room to the podcast room, family. You know how we feel about you, family. Um, There is a special place in our heart for you. Yes. Not that we do not love our new listeners. We love you guys. But it's something about the returning family members that does our heart well. They keep putting the ticket in. They They keep keep putting the ticket. They keep putting the ticket. They got the golden ticket anyway. Yeah, they do. They do. So, family, and always welcome to the cookout. Yes. Make sure you bring some aluminum foil so you can what, bae? Take some with you. Take some nuggets. That's right. Take some clubhouse gyms. I'm going to keep saying that. You're going to keep some of that clubhouse, aren't you? (laughs) I'm going to keep saying about clubhouse, though. um, One thing, if you're new to us or if you've been with us for a while, quickly you'll come to figure out. Every once in a while. Always. Every now and again. Always. Not really too often. Always. The Crenshaws may go down a rabbit hole. We do. <laughs> and we may go off on a little tarot and a little tarot and tangent. I feel so sorry for you guys. I'm just this saying. podcast episode, Lord And Brent. the beginning topic may not be the end topic. Exactly. We may talk about something so irrelevant in the middle. Mm. So we like to have fun. We do. But the one thing we always do, we always try to leave you with something. We always yes. try to give you a gem, a nugget. We always try to give you a different perspective yes. on something. Exactly. So you can just take something with yes. you. Yeah. So babe. Yes. With that being said. Yes, but we're not interactive. I was about that's what I was about to say. Oh, you didn't give me the interactive feel though. I felt like you was about to do something else. I feel like you're really trying to take over. I really do. I feel like you just want this to be a one woman show. Mm. And you just want this to be show. Mm. That's how I feel. It's Korean. Sure. Wow. I told you the prince is here. Family. We are Interactive Podcast. <laughs> so what that means is that we can be found on the socials. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. All in the Crenshaw Corner. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can email us anytime at thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Thank you very Once much. Once again, thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. I like the the when you say the the. You like the the? The the. There yeah. you go. It's the way your tongue hits. It's okay. Go ahead. Carry on. I'm no. saying that we can turn this no, to an after dark we moment. We will not turn We can turn this into an after dark no, moment. We, we can the, have a conversation. We cannot. We got the prince and princess here. We cannot right. today. So, family, 
as my beautiful wife has alluded to <laughs> since the beginning of this conversation. I'm excited. I'm noticing that. I'm noticing I'm you are so, very excited. I have been waiting. There's a couple of couples we've been waiting to get, and they are definitely, yeah. oh my goodness. So family, if you listen to our previous episode, my wife kind of spilled some beans. Yes. Let a couple of cats out the bag. Uh, uh. So we Not cats because I don't. I'm allergic to cats and dogs. Can we say something else? For real? Well, go ahead, really? go ahead. No mind. For go real? Ahead. It's I, okay. It's I, cool. So I can't even just complete one thought. Okay, I just, just complete it. Okay, I'm, crazy. okay, I'm here. Crazy. I'm gonna look at you, princess. So I'm gonna look at you. We said my wife let some cats out of the bag, and we said that 2021 is gonna be a little different for us from 2020. Yeah. Um, there are some people in our lives that means a lot to us. Mm-hmm. And so we want to share them with the world. We want to share them with the family. Yes. And so at different periodical times throughout um, 2021, mm-hmm. we're doing interviews and we're bringing a different voice to the family. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listen to our marriage mentor episode, oh you goodness. understand. Um, if you haven't, why not go back and listen? Binge. Matter and matter of fact, binge, binge all the episodes. All the episodes. There's like 87 of them. Yeah. Just Come listen. On, 87. Okay, yeah, this go is ahead, the 88th. But Ooh, 88. 88th Come on episode, now. which is crazy. But there are couples in our lives that we have been blessed um, throughout our marriage career mm-hmm. that at different points. It's our marriage is a career. Again? Our marriage is a career. It's a career. It's a career. So, because careers people retire, you. Retire. I'm retiring, dog. Well, okay, we'll talk. I'm about, retiring, they're dog. They're gonna help us with that. But go okay, ahead, cool, carry cool, on. Cool. Okay, mm-mm, I'm not gonna talk about so, it right now. So, throughout our career, <laughs> um, God has blessed us um, in different stages of our life, in different seasons, with different couples yeah. to help us through that particular season in our life. It's amazing how God does that. Yeah. Is that God will give you exactly what you need when you need it. Come on now. Um, he doesn't always give you what you want, mm-hmm. but he gives you what you need mm-hmm. when you need it. Mm-hmm. And at this particular season in our life, when this couple first came into our life, there was something that was missing from the Crenshaw Collective. Mm-hmm. And this couple came in yeah. and through God and through them being open and through their vulnerability and through just them being honest in life, they brought something special. And the fact that they straight no chasers. Straight no chasers. Because we're trying to make it all cute. Let's yeah, just straight, straight no chasers. No chasers. That's so what without they further are. ado, um, <laughs> we're going to introduce you to um, a couple that means so much to us. So I'm going to start with the prince. If you could just introduce yourself, sir. <laughs> I am the prince of Zamunda. No. <laughs> oh, my name is Daniel Anago, and I was born in Cameroon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll touch on the um, the prince in a moment. <laughs> Wait, first of all, she was looking at him like, that, "Baby, that's, that's all you it. got. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all you got." We'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get further into it. We'll get further into it. <laughs> she was like, "Okay." What else do you want me to say? She was like, "Okay, okay." <laughs> Hello, one. Up. Hello, wonderful person. Hi. 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 First of all, I just want to say I felt like I could have done the um, housekeeping because I was like, <laughs> <"Shop on it." laughs> hey, hey, what is going on? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, hi everybody. I'm Angela Anago, the princess. Whatever you like. Whatever you like. Whatever you want to do. Yes. So family, this is the Anagos. Um, yes. Hello. How long have you guys been married? 20 22. Why y'all both looking like that? Like, what? Well, I'm sorry. 23 years. 1993. 23. 23 years. I thought I was asking a simple yeah, question first. I, know. I didn't know I started with the hard question. Is that a pop quiz? Four divided by six minus four, oh, 23. Let me be honest. I'm starstruck. Because I'm used to seeing, hearing it, but I'm in the room. So it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to just hear your voice in the room. Like right. I, she's right there. He's right there. So, so, I'm sorry. Let me just... 
So I'll do that introduction again later. Okay. We thank you guys for being in the room. <laughs> but thank you for being here. Like that's her right there. Listen, like Really? Really? Sorry. Twenty three years of marriage. Yes. How long have you guys been together? Thirty. Thirty and a half. Because we were How dating for three years. But oh my gosh, math? what is my math? Okay, hello? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. Carry the two. Carry the three. It's 26 years. Do you, uh, 26 and a half. Where in the world did I get I 30? Could you do me a favor? Pull out your iPhone calculator. And I need you to calculate that. Yeah, yeah. Take your socks off. Use your toes, too. I'm still okay. with you guys. It's so, 30, but when I really take away seven, <laughs> yeah. it's really, and then you carry the two, <laughs> two because and it's, put me right. back to 26. It's 30, right. but we've been married 23, but we only dated for, for three. three. Yeah. Right. And I knew him for right. like a half a month before right. that. Right. Right. So that equal 30. I, I was manifesting him for 40, 40 years. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Manifestation. <laughs> so right. that counts. Yeah, that's right. Come on. Her prophe- four. You have to add her prophesying. Right. Yes. Her prophes- I mean, it yes. works for me. I was never good in math in school anyway. English was my subject, so yeah. hey, whatever numbers you tell me, right. I'm a rock with. I'm not Listen. sure where that came from. Well, you know, technically, you're right, honey, because we met two years before we dated, so no. we knew each other. Yeah, we did because you were trying to hook me up with people. No, we dated for three years before we got married. No, from the time we started but dating, we met. You didn't listen to so him, did you? Each other. Oh my gosh, you didn't listen Words to him at all. Technically, <laughs> technically, we've known. I'm just saying, Words you're kind of right because we've known each other for like 29 oh, right. years. Right, almost See, 30. I'm so gonna catch up. I was up till three o'clock in the morning. I'm kind of confused TV. here because it's normally we, Angela. Right. We know the numbers. How <laughs> are you letting Daniel win? I'm just asking because I was up till three o'clock in the morning. What yeah. was you doing at three o'clock? Of Netflix, uh, Netflix. What binge. words are hard? Words, words are hard. Words are hard. Right. I'm just, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm here. I'm really <laughs> just nervous because it's like it's out. We're, you know, it's good. It's right good. now, I'm Regular honestly people. thinking I'm gonna be on my walk, listening to the Crenshaw Corner. Listening to, to myself, myself. <laughs> with the Crenshaw, <laughs> the Crenshaw corner. So I'm just, it's I need much. to focus. You're focused. It's just okay. And Wusa. Okay. I love it. Listen. Family, let's, I'm going to pre warn you. I kind of did this when we did the marriage mentor episode. Um, just rock with it. Just rock. We just let just, it, just, just talk. Just sit back and just enjoy the ride. Yes. Because this is going to be a ride. This is going to be a ride, y'all. It is. I'm, so, I'm, I'm warning uh, you now. What I want to do is just give the family just a little bit of background so they kind of understand who you are. Mm-hmm. So I'm so I'm curious. Um, so how did you meet? So yeah. Prince, how did you meet? Her? Well, we I uh, we were working at J Crew, mm-hmm. and uh, you look like you would work at J Crew. But go ahead, my we man. Working, go ahead. I was working at J Crew. Yep. And I walked into the lunchroom, mm-hmm. and I heard this voice say, "James, I will not be responsible for the demise of your relationship, James." <laughs> and that was the first time. Oh, okay. First time saw her, heard uh-huh. her, and that was 1996, 95, no. something like that. 90, no, 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 no. 94, 93, 94. 94. Yeah. Words are hard. Words yeah. are hard. Math is hard. So was yeah. so was James so trying met. to get you to demise his relationship? No, no. He, I just told his girlfriend he was cheating on him. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. yes. So she kept it. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was mad at me. Yeah, because you snitching out here, right? So I was like, I will not be responsible for the demise of your relationship because you, I mean, you know. And and the first (laughs) thing, first thing that came to mind, man, this this girl uses big words, big words, big words. words. Mm -hmm. She got them dictionary words out here, real words. She out there in the web stuff. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So we started. I mean, 
not talking, but she was trying to connect me or hook me up with some of the girls a at the uh, J. Yeah. Crew. Why though? You girls. didn't think he was good for you? No, I was actually had a boyfriend somebody. at the time. Okay, he was being uh, a good friend. So I was just, and we didn't really look at each other like that, and so you didn't. He you did. did secretly. No, he did not. She he did we secretly. no. You did not like me. I did not like <laughs> you. He, we were like not each other. She did. Types. She did. She did. She, uh, she liked no, you. I whatever. can tell. Okay, carry on. Yeah, and then he. So yeah, it was just some girls at work that I knew. Our light skinned sisters and brothers really like him. So mm-hmm. I tried to hook him up oh, with our Lori was Lori was light skin, but she was black. I'm so done. I'm so done. Lori was our, our who? Our light skin. Our light skin of the Caucasian persuasion. Okay, really liked, liked him. him. Okay. So Lori was not though. But she was light skin. She was black light skin. Okay. But, but she was. Yeah. yeah. So I was so. just trying to fix him up because they really thought he was cute, and they're like, "Oh," and I was like, "I mean, he all right." And so I just <laughs> was trying to hook them up, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and the girl that one of the girls I tried to fix him up with and uh-huh. you actually did like Lori um, she sang at our wedding she ended up singing oh, at our wedding yeah. oh yeah. So I that's think how, that's, that's, that's cute I don't really know what to say I know. yeah okay, okay. okay. Yeah. so so we met so uh, after she broke up because I had a girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. as well well after you were trying to hook me up mm-hmm. and then you broke up with your boyfriend and then we went on you asked me you did I remember that she said, when, am, "When is it going to be my turn?" Oh, so, oh really, wow. Angela? She doesn't remember, oh, but she was literally you straight forward. Out straight forward. Here. Crew. He said, "Okay, so, princess, you straight forward, Miss Angela." I don't remember that. So we ended up going on. Of course, a date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> course you don't. Of course you do I can see you. <laughs> <laughs> we we were friendly. We were just friends. Yeah, we were just and hanging we, out. We were hanging out, and we went mm-hmm. to our first date was uh, the American Cafe. Yeah, in Georgetown, mm-hmm. yeah, and we had uh, he got an elephant. He just remember everything, just don't he? Started talking and hanging out, and yeah, and eventually just kind of we'd grew. ride the bus together. You just kind of mm-hmm. know. Oh wow! Because yeah. neither, you know, he we were both like working on J Crew, so we didn't have any money, and so he didn't have a car, <laughs> right? And so that's why I tell ladies like, listen, don't when you meet a guy and they're like, oh, he ain't got no car, he ain't got no big job, he ain't got no mm-hmm. money. Daniel didn't. Don't you know, sleep. And if I had Don't passed sleep. up, because like, oh, he ain't got a car. He, you know, he doesn't have it going on mm-hmm. financially at the time yet. Um, but yeah, we would. We would take the yeah. the city bus to go on dates. And then the problem was is that where my house was, uh-huh. the bus stopped running at ten o'clock. Right. <laughs> so we would. The, so it was the George Avenue in Silver Spring. So that was the closest mm-hmm. I could get to my house, which is about three miles away. So we would take the bus to the closest intersection uh-huh. and then walk about three miles down the road to Aww. get to my house. Yeah. <laughs> That's, Think yeah. about that's that for love. a moment. That's that so, love. You know what I'm saying? Now, Daniel walking up three miles to her house right. and then having to walk three miles, miles. back. That's, yeah. that's well, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, for, I don't. Did he leave? We're not. Okay. I am a hunter. Uh, 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 okay, I'm going to ask that question. Um, mm-hmm. He had to walk three miles back. Yeah, uh-huh. that's, that's what he did. That's what he did. Okay. He had to walk back. But he had yeah. to walk back. Okay. Okay. Cab. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what? So what? <laughs> May, what what ha- what happened? What how did you guys know that we we were I we're it? This is what we want to do. What was that moment? What was the moment? Well, for me, I think um, so. Again, like we just kind of got friendly, and you know, I had just ended a three year awful relationship, mm-hmm. um, and so for me, I was kind of in the. Like okay, God, like I'm just gonna die, old cat lady. Oh, like I'm the old just you know, because I just lady. knew at that point that I couldn't be with somebody okay. that wasn't everything that I needed them to be. Not Got perfect, it. but 
you know, mm-hmm. I had to trust you, just all those other things. Right. And so I was like, oh, there is no man that exists like that. Right. So I was like, I'm literally going to die an old cat lady. Oh, and I had made a vow to God. So even... I grew up Pentecostal. So I made a vow. <laughs> so I was like, oh, Ooh, nah, it's real it. now. How many cats were you going to have, though? Right. So How many were you going to have? I was looking into adoption agencies for <laughs> the little kitties. And so we started. So when we started dating, mm-hmm. I was like, not very nice at all. Because I had a lot of baggage. Mm-hmm. Didn't, you know, didn't trust like all oh, men are dogs probably um and so he surprisingly like years later i was like dude like why did you stay with me because i was a big jerk you right know? um not all the time yeah jerk tendencies. like i had jerk tendencies that's big enough to you admit that that's big enough to you admit yeah jerk tendencies and y'all so gonna stop that just, about me right i think for me <laughs> it was saying. like after like a year or so and i was mm. like oh he's still here like, <laughs> you know. and i still didn't so, get a cat right and he's like really patient with me right and right i don't have any cats i had a dog right no cat um and so i think for well, me well, that was it like it was just kind of like he was different you know okay. what i'm saying he wasn't like he was patient he could be trusted you know right. he showed himself to be trustworthy so then i was like okay maybe i can let my guard down a little bit so uh-huh. That was it for me. It was just was kind of like. What, was it hard for you though? Because she's saying like she had a heart. She was a jerk and t- not jerk all the time. A jerk, jerk tendencies. Sometimes, most of the time. Most of the time. No, sometimes. Not. Waking moments. <laughs> when so she was asleep, she was good. Right. And when she woke up. <laughs> when she woke up though. I got you. So and he what, wasn't there when I woke up. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Got it. So Keep how did the kids you do that? that? Keep telling the kids that. <laughs> so. <laughs> Kids don't know that story. Just, uh, it, well, here, I mean, you on the mic now. It's all over the airways now. That he went home for three. He walked three miles home. to go home. Six okay? miles every Six day. Miles, every day. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I think at it at that time I was going through a lot. I just moved, uh, graduated from college, moved to back to Maryland, and was looking for something. I didn't know mm-hmm. what I was going to do. I was Me. supposed to go back to Cameroon. My dad said no. So I was in a state in my life where it was. I wasn't clear on what life would look like. And okay. so as a result, I was dealing with a lot of personal kind of, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Uh, ironically, at the time where she was a jerk, she was also very encouraging. Mm. Mm. She was very, okay. I have like seven books on, you know, not don't sweat the small stuff. Mm-hmm. She would buy me these books, encourage me. So, wow. so the joy that she had was something that I wanted outside of. So I, I saw more of the joy than I did any of the jerkiness that oh, wow. I okay. hear. And wow. so that's what really led me to her because it's like, wow, she's always happy. When I found out her story, I was like, wow, that doesn't even make sense that right. that she's had such a tragic childhood that she's such a positive and encouraging person. Right. And that's what I needed in my life at the time. So that's cool. Aww. So that's why that was I really the answer know. to his prayers. Come on now, because she always gonna take that little step. Yeah, she gonna, yeah, yeah. She gonna I mean, go a little just, further with it. I was just summarizing it, it for you. I think he did well. I think he did really well. He did good. He did good. He did really well. He did good. So now let's let's fast forward because we want to have different. I want because you guys are amazing, but I just there's so much to you guys. There's so many layers that I want to pull back, and we got a small amount of time, so we fast forward. So you marry. How do you ask to marry? Her and it, here's the thing that's funny because we've known you guys for so long and we know her. So how do you? Because it's always the Angelus is what everybody right. like the Angelus. Yeah. We're kind of like almost the same person. So how do you ask to marry Angela? How do I ask? What do you What do you mean? How like do how I did ask? you ask her to marry you? How did you? How did that all come that, out? Like, and then I, I'm gonna add a little more to it. Yeah. So when did you know it was time to ask? And yeah. then once you did, 
How did you go about doing it? Yeah, that's the question. Thank it, you, babe. I love you. Are you welcome, babe? Come on, man. Come on, babe. <laughs> it, it, wasn't, so it, it wasn't like a, a light bulb that clicked. Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't like, oh, now I know. It was kind of, I knew in my life that I wanted a family. And mm -hmm. I wanted, and I wanted to have children. And I wanted, and that was, you know, we were 20, when we started dating, it was 25. So by 28, I always said to myself, by the time I'm 30, if I'm not dating, if I'm not married, I'm not going to get married. Right. I just felt like. There's, I didn't want to get set in my ways. You know those guys that have been single for, it's like, okay, yeah. move the coffee to the right. I don't, hey, you need to leave. Yeah. You know, I wanted to build a family with somebody. And I, and I thought that for me was the timing was right. I just felt mm. like this is a person that I want to marry. This is a person that I love. This is a person that I can see will be loyal. This is a person that, you know, she wanted eight kids when we met. I'm, I'm sorry. Hold, hold, hold on. Yeah. She what? wanted eight children eight. when we married. Eight when we, when we, children. Yeah. When we were okay. talking about marriage. Wow. So we're talking about having a family. And so, uh, you know, it just, this is, I think this is what I need to to do. And she, she was kind of, it wasn't a, just me. It was her too. Like we, we were having conversations. What would mm -hmm. marriage look like for us mm. after dating, you know, and and we we believed in so many things. We were both Christians. We loved God. We were right. seeking God, and right. so mm -hmm. so it just made it natural for us to kind of like get to that point. But it wasn't like, oh, this is the day. It was more right. like together we were kind of working through that. When, did you, when did you know Angela? Yeah. Um. So I again like when he kind of like stuck with me as you know. Through my, I guess it was kind of like a healing process, right. you know, mm -hmm. from my previous um so I probably like a good year a year and a half into it like I knew like okay I'm gonna marry this guy um and for me like even I used to listen to do you guys remember Dr. Laura Schlesinger I love Dr. Oh, Laura my God. I, I used to listen to Dr. Laura every day he's gonna be trying to listen to her I love Dr. Laura yes she was and I and what I learned from her was like when I hear couples like call in mm. they would always she would say like you didn't know that before you got married you didn't and so she yeah. always talked about like you gotta have the conversation yeah. right. so before we got married we talked about everything like every scenario like how do you feel about socks on the floor um, <laughs> how do you feel so about good. like having you know like all those little things that people don't find out about each other right so we talked about financial stuff right. we mm. talked about um the kids we talked about like what religion like going to church so like all those big decisions yeah, that you're yeah, loving yeah, it's yeah. like oh we'll overcome everything and then you get married and you're like oh we didn't talk about this right those so we had a lot of con yeah we yeah. had a lot of conversations about just, i mean i tried to cover it all because i was like okay what would dr laura want me to ask <laughs> what would dr laura say but but, but also it's kind of like we talk about the things that we like and we dislike but Focus on the things that are deal breakers as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. that's because good. Because a lot of times so you're kind of like, well, is that a deal breaker for you? Because people will do, mm -hmm. I'm still going to get married. It's a deal breaker, but I'm still going to get married because I want to get married. No, right. it's not going to change. So we talked about that as right. well. Wow. Right. Hold on, before we continue though, you if you've ever wondered where my fascination with little women who who are aggressive comes from, because yeah, you always wonder why you know, I love Judge Judy. Dr. Laura. It started with Dr. Dr. Laura. Yes. It, it really did. She that's where fireball. Yes, that's where my fascination <laughs> with little women, ag little aggressive. I married a little aggressive. Yes. That's not what we trying to do right now. <laughs> really did. Thanks, stop. Let me shout out, talk to Laura. I'm just saying. <laughs> so is she still alive? 
As far as yeah. I know, okay. as far as I know, she is. Okay. I think she still does a show. Really? Because he likes to go back to old stuff. I do. Oh, yeah. he, he goes back to everything. She's that, amazing. Like, she really literally, is. Literally, I've never listened listen to, her. to her. You listen to her, Daniel? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah, so yeah. I'm only one at the table, though. Yeah. Never. <laughs> that was when my, I say never, never. But that was my period in my life, and I still do from time to time. Where I listen to, I would listen to Dr. Laura. Mm-hmm. I would listen to Rush Limbaugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I was NPR. Yeah, that's my NPR stage. I used to listen to all of them. Right. Yeah. It's always. I love different perspectives. I don't have to agree with. The perspective, mm-hmm. but I love different perspectives. Right. So back to you. Not about me. So I got a question. So we're going to fast forward just a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Um, because we want to get into the kind of the main meat of what we want to talk about with you guys. So we went through the dating process. Um, you had your jerk tendencies. Um, you mm-hmm. overlooked them. Um, she gave you the joy. Beautiful. We got married. We had kids. So now we're starting a family. Now we're raising a family. Mm-hmm. And so, and then, and at some point, you decide that you want to build your dream, mm-hmm. and you want to step out, and you want to, you don't want to be under anyone's umbrella anymore, mm-hmm. and you want to step out and do that. Mm-hmm. So, my question to you is, from a father, husband, male perspective, how do you do that? How do you get to that point where you know I'm a, I'm gonna risk it all for for this dream for what I know I'm being pushed to do. How do you do that? How do you get there? Well, it's not. That's well. That's a loaded question. I don't even know where to start. Yeah, because I had to ask Angela like stability, and you already had. You came in with trust. You sort of trusted him, and then one day he wake up and be like, you know, I'm not going back to work, right? right. <laughs> I'm not, not going good. back to a traditional right. job. I'm going. We're going to make this money, but not traditionally. Like, how do you as a wife handle that? So I want to hear you, but I definitely want to hear your concept when you heard him say it to you. Well, I, <laughs> Again, when it happened, I was at Ernst & Young. I was kept Gemini, and I got laid off. Mm-hmm. And I had a nice severance package. And I think I was pushed, but okay. I had the dream already in me. Mm-hmm. Right. So it wasn't like, you're pushed, and then what do I do? It's like, no. When I was at Cap Gemini, Ernst & Young, the receptionist was like my sounding board. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this company name? For almost a year. What wow. Do you think of that? And it got to a point where the partner that I reported to mm-hmm. said to me, what are you doing here? And I'm thinking to myself, I'm working for the top five <laughs> consulting companies in the world. Right. And you're asking me, what am I doing here? <laughs> you have so much potential. But I'm like, what is, that doesn't make sense. Right. But, it, but I realized that I have more in me than that they're asking for or I'm even giving wow. at the firm. That's good. And so I started talking to the receptionist, what do you think of this name? And what do you think of that? And da, 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 da. And when that, the layoff happened, it, I was ready. And that was kind of like, I was ready before then, but I wow. didn't take that leap. Okay. okay. Because I had the nest and I had a family. So it's not like, so I can't take credit for saying I stepped out. Right. But I you was pushed, pushed out. out. <laughs> <laughs> Time to fly, baby Time bird. Time to fly. Time to fly. Go, <laughs> <to> fly. go. <laughs> well, right, I was pushed out and then I, but I had a nest mm. that I could, tap into okay. which was my severance right? and then I started really digging into okay honey this is what I'm going to do and I, I, she was very supportive mm-hmm. going back to the initial meeting and what attracted me to her was like okay you can do this let's do this let's right. make it work and that was really her posture uh, and that was the most critical thing if I tell anybody if you want to start a business mm-hmm. and you are married and you have children if your spouse says no don't do it because be that hard. is the best support you will ever get. Right. Because mm-hmm. as soon as she says, honey, I think it's time for you to get a job. It's time for me to get a job. Right. But as long as she says, 
we can make through it, we can do it. Right. As a result of that, that is what has led to the success that I've had over the 15 years. Her support. Wow. Because outside of that, it's just impossible. You know, and so so stepping out, it was definitely a faith walk. Wow. I mean, everything happened so quickly for me where right. mm. my first deal was like 50 grand. Oh, wow. I, I was, I had a business partner that flew me to Guinea for two weeks, right. all expenses paid. Right. And the best thing that ever happened to me is that it didn't go through. Wow. Because at that point I was like, if it went through, I'm smart enough. I'm this dude. I can do that. And I was like, uh-uh. The Lord is like, I can't let this go through. Mm. I said, I need you to rely on me. Because yeah. you're going to think you're smart enough because where I'm going to take you, right. it's only me that's going to take you there. Right. And you need to understand that early. And so when that happened, I was disappointed. But it was later on that I realized, wait a second, I'm a businessman, mm -hmm. right, who happens to be Christian. Right. But then I was like, no, God, is, you're a Christian who just happens to be, be a businessman. Business yeah. right. There are things I want to do through you, yeah. through this business. Right. So don't think it's just all about you. Yeah. So. Were you that solid with it? Like you said, when he came and was like, okay, I got this nest and this is what I want to do. Was there no apprehension? Or you were like, let's do it, baby. Yes. You know, you had your little cheerleader outfit and your little pom poms yeah, I, I and your pom poms, your pom poms and your pom poms. <laughs> hey. Y'all doing y'all best to try to turn this to an after dark episode. I mean, we can change it. I'm all for after dark. Um, but no, I re I didn't. I really, because he was so miserable in corporate America. Yeah, like yeah. he had first worked for PricewaterhouseCoopers. Right. Then went to Ernst & Young. And he was just miserable. Like right. he just, like he, I could just tell, I was like, oh my God. So I could see what corporate America was doing to mm. him. So I was fine with it. Like I just was like, yeah, no bueno, you know. And so, yeah, I never had any like doubts or I was like, okay, kind of go for it. And How many been, kids did you guys have at the time? How many children? Two. We just we had two. We yeah, had two. Sydney, yeah. yeah, that that's a leap of faith, right yeah. there. No, and seriously, they were that's, little, they were that's little, right. And it was, and it's been like a roller coaster journey. Like there were days where we were like, "Let's see, we got some beans, we got some fries, <laughs> we got a can of spam, let's make a you know beans and rice stir fry." Make you this know? Real quick. Yeah, yeah, we were like, kind of like, okay, Jesus, like the lights gotta be paid, or mm -hmm. you know, or times when the lights did get cut off, and we were like, "Oh, kids, we're gonna have a camp out, you know, like, you know, like, you know we have an indoor camping day, it's, it's gonna you be know, good. so we right. put the lights back on tomorrow or the next." day. Day, you know, and we were like flashlights, and they just never knew. They right. had no idea. And they still don't. And they said, right, had wow. no idea. Um, and so we were like, okay, you know, and it was such a journey of faith. Like, I mean, I mean, I would really be like, God, really? We doing this again? You know, like, to the point where I was like, we, we haven't learned a lesson. Like, what is it? Like, what, you know, because it was feast or famine. It right. was yeah. a season of just abundance. Right. But then you're trying to play catch up from the season of lack. Right. And then you're like, woo. And then it's like, oh, okay, let's take another dip. And, yes. you know, so it was really like a, Lord, what are you doing? Like, it was like, I mean, so many emotions. And right. Just so much stuff to work through with God. And it yeah, was like yeah, truly, yeah. truly a faith journey. And so, you know, it was... And it, it got to the point where, like, God would, you know, we would say, okay, well, we have a backup plan. Well, oh. you know, just in case the Lord don't come through, <laughs> this plan, plan A, B, okay, C, God, whatever. Okay, God, in case you don't come through, I'm going to take this right, back. Right, I'm going to do I'm this. I'm going to do myself. I can call so-and-so. Can I get a 20? You know, whatever. <laughs> um, and then it just got to a point where the Lord was like, oh, okay, I see you. And then he said, okay, now I'm going to take you to the dead end, and you're going to look around, and there's no and plan nobody. B and C, and then but you're me. truly going to have to, me. like, 
situation so, you know, serious that you're going to have to just really wait for me to work. And God always did. And so like those years, I would Mm. never trade. And so through that time, so when the lights was like, oh, the water was like, okay, let's go fill up some buckets. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, seriously, right? Yeah, Um, Like, uh, you know, what can we do? Um, Let's have another camping trip. Because we camped a lot as kids. Indoors. Right, indoors. <laughs> like we were glamping. That's it was what glamping we were glamping. Glamping before glamping was a thing. Right. Before it was a thing, y'all did that. Exactly. Y'all was so chic. <laughs> yeah, so we went, but even through that, I never like he of course as the man of the house and I'm sure you know that was his own journey to go through you know as a man you're like I'm the provider and I'm supposed to say this isn't happening but for me I would when he wanted to quit he would be like okay I'm gonna go get a job I'm gonna do whatever and I would just say well is the Lord telling you to do that Mm. I would just always ask him that come on now you, Mm -hmm. you know are you I'm like I'm okay like I'm, I, hey, God is building character, <laughs> you know, and like perseverance. Yes, and perseverance. And digging holes, build character. Right, and I'm just gonna be strong, strong. of God. Maybe I didn't yeah. think of it at the time, but I, I was like, okay, I mean, you know, this sucks, but you know, we're okay, work God, all right, all right. right, already. Um, and again, you know, so it, it was. It was just kind of like a like, you know, so it was like great, wonderful, you know. And then it's like. That whole roller coaster yeah. is something else. What a ride! Um, but just throughout it, I would just say, "Is God telling you to go? Is God telling you to do that?" Right? You know, it's like, and if God is not telling you to quit, then we're we're gonna be okay. Yeah, like we're, we're you know, be okay. it, we're not the only ones that, especially starting a business. Right. right. Like I, you know, so that's why I tell people starting a business. I'm like, listen, you see a lot of time people's success stories. Right. You, <laughs> you see one thing arrive, but you don't yeah. see the struggle to get there. To get so there. people can look at us now and be like, "Oh gosh, wonderful!" But man, like you, it was a journey yeah you know and so you just can't expect i'm going to start a business and my bills are just going to be paid and Mm -mm. like you really it's a faith walk yeah it's going to cost you it's going to cost you something it's going to cost you sleep money and time Mm -hmm. it's going to cost you friendship family i mean it costs you something when you jump water water, credit 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 yes i'm curious about something um from a angela perspective yeah so i have a question for you Mm -hmm. this is not a angela wife this is not an Angela mother this is an Angela person question Mm -hmm. so because of course we all come into a relationship with our own things Mm -hmm. Um, our own goals our own aspirations so now you're a mother Mm -hmm. now your husband is coming to you telling me that he wants to venture off on his own Mm -hmm. which at that time changes your dynamic right Mm -hmm. so now you may have to put something that you wanted to do on hold Mm -hmm. to ensure that the family at home is taken care of Mm -hmm. How did you deal with that? Because I'm pretty sure there had to be some sacrifices on your side yeah. for Daniel to be able to go out and do what he was doing. Yeah. Right. So how, for you, what was that journey like? Well, for me, definitely, I, probably the biggest sacrifice is just sort of the material comfort, you know, the vacations, the cars. You right. know, we had like one car for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so just that was more so the biggest sacrifice is just living a certain lifestyle. I mean, we now, you know, we lived in a beautiful house and beautiful neighborhood and all that. But, you know, I couldn't, I was in Montgomery County, Maryland. And so, you know, in, so, and, and all my friends Montgomery, were like, Montgomery County wives. Right. So I'm like, you know, hanging out the real housewives of <laughs> Montgomery. 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 Right. <laughs> you know, meanwhile, I was like, hey, you know, I, I, my friends would be like, you know, hey guys, let's go to Newman Marcus and have lunch. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, not today. Not today. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, so that was like a struggle, you know, because it was like, I love my friends, but I was like, see, I am not set up like y'all are right now. <laughs> With my checking and say this so, is set up. Right. So, you know, so that was like a, a, a thing, you know, and then you had, this is one of the reasons why we left Maryland, just this pressure to kind of like keep up with the Joneses. So like, mm. you know, somebody's, you know, the kids were like two. And somebody's like, oh, so my kids in violin, they know the ABCs, they just wrote their first thesis statement. They have their black belt in karate. And I'm looking like, oh, I'm, oh, that's what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, you know, so like, oh, shoot. Okay, okay, kids. Okay, A, B, you know, they're right. They're trying to, okay, pick up the violin and you're trying, you know, so it's just like, and so I had got to a point where I was like, okay, I can't continue like this. So I had right. to tell my friends, like, I, I can't do, you know, I, I'm not set up that way. Right. That's not what I want. Right. And so that was the biggest thing is sort of like the sacrifice of, you know, living a certain way or being able to do certain things. But like being a mom, like what I was doing, like be, I just didn't want to go back to work. Like that was my whole thing. I was just like, I just don't want to go back Come to work. Come on and tell the truth. Like the thought of like, oh my, like really like cringeworthy. I was like me having to like, go somewhere every and day right <laughs> and you know because when we were dating i told him i want to be like you can't you marry agree. me i want to be a stay-at-home mom like mm, I'm, as okay. in, I'm, re- I'm gonna that's retire so good. yeah we that's agreed so, I'm gonna so you came into it knowing Ooh. that yeah. hey yeah. this is if yeah. you're doing this with yeah. me i'm home right yeah. i'm raising your kids i'm taking care of your house you just say that the lord told you that she's like let him know or let him go so so, yeah, so I knew, so he knew all along. So even right. when we bought our house before we had kids, yeah. we did everything on one income, one on just income. his income. Okay. He knew that like we could have bought a more expensive house, but we knew like once I had kids, I was done. So we started living a few years before we had kids. Right. Like just on his salary because we knew that when we did, oh, that's that what I was gonna. I was keeping my money. I was like, <laughs> you thought Angela was embezzling Wait, like Sanchez? Like, think like, I'm embezzling the know. money? Like, so it's an Angela <laughs> thing because I know Angela. I know my Angela is embezzling from Crenshaw Corporation. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting the bookkeeper. Sanchez, <laughs> listen, I may be. Yeah, that I, that may be listen, the Angels know how to save and put away real well. I mean, I just we just knew, so we were like, okay, so then no, no, stop working. You knew. <laughs> so you gonna stop saying we like we French in here? Yeah. I know Daniel yeah. speaks French, but we gonna stop like we French no, in we here? Knew, we knew. You knew. Yeah. So we, I yeah. it was like that was the thing. Like, I was gonna stay home. So I have been retired for yeah. twenty years. Here's, here's what I love about that though, because it, love bl- Ooh, yeah, in, so in the good. joking, in the laughing, I don't want the family to miss miss it. What you just said, right? You had a hard conversation in the beginning Ooh. because a, a lot of couples don't do no, that. That's because a lot of a lot of husbands, a lot of wives, they lie to themselves yeah. and in turn lie to their the person they're about to marry, yeah. saying, "Well, this is the way I want to live," knowing it's not the way they want to live. Right. Because there's so many wives that go into it saying, "I really don't, I don't want to work. I'm okay right. with being a stay at home mom because right. that's a job in mm-hmm. itself. Yes, right. it is. I'm okay with taking care of the house. I'm okay right. with making sure when you come home, mm-hmm. everything is good. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, but a lot of people are scared to have that conversation and so then and now they get into the marriage and now they're having to go to work and now they're they're being unhappy they're being resentful now they're looking at the husband or looking at the wife mad at them when they never had a conversation to begin with and now the husband or the wife is operating blind because they don't know what's going on right and so i in the midst of the laughter i don't want family to miss that having that like you said, that Dr. Laura conversation mm-hmm. yeah. in the beginning saying, yeah. you know what? I know me. I don't want to work. 
Yep. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be okay with that? Right. And how do we operate in that space? Right. And, I love right. it. Because I didn't want it, regardless of what finance, you know, like, don't tell me to go out and get a job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know, I mean, the Lord's going to have to tell me, okay, you got to go to work. But, you know, we can, we can glam all we want. In my prayer time, the Lord going to tell me. The Lord going to have to say it's time. And, you know, because I loved, I loved, still do love being a stay-at-home mom. Like, right. that was just... It, it, since I was in college, like I'm like, when I have a family, when I have kids, I just want to be at home with my kids. And, and we're reminded of that, wow. especially because when we, we decided to homeschool, because you were going to stay home and be the, the homemaker, mm-hmm. but we hadn't decided on homeschooling yet. And oh. it was Pastor Bob when he preached that one day. Pastor Bob, the, the, y'all. Y'all ain't ready for Pastor Bob. Pastor, Pastor Bob was not going to come on. Pastor right. Bob. <laughs> on the Crenshaw right. Corner. That's right. Pastor, Pastor, Pastor Bob. Bob. Shout out to Pastor right. Bob. Right. Um, where he said, if you send your child to just a public school, you know, you're going to you're you're gonna lose them. You're gonna lose that identity. I think it's something like that. Right. And well, he was just that. saying like, know your child. Know your child. Not everybody's right. gonna homeschool. Right. And, and, and the so. thing about that is, know your child. If we sent Alexandra to public school, she would not be the girl that you guys see today. Wow. Because she is easily influenced. She was at the. I mean, very mm-hmm. much like lot, mm-hmm. yeah. go right. with the crowd. And it was clear to God, clear to us that God mm-hmm. was calling us to home. Because we tried to throw him in school a couple of times. <laughs> Did you? And uh, yeah, the word yeah. throw is so and aggressive. It was more me. Yeah, so, aggressive. Aggressive. <laughs> so aggressive. <laughs> We're like, well, maybe let's try, and it just would never work out. And then. Fine. Then, like when it didn't work out, Jesus would just be still like, I told "So we you. gonna talk now?" Right? Yeah. Oh, okay, so now communicate you, to me right. now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you and, know, and what, I, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry Daniel. I, what's amazing? Because again, I, this is the thing we are so. We all mean to just always tell people communicate. Mm. So even then, for you to communicate, not only do I not because a lot. This is where a lot of brokenness come in marriages is not having the real conversations. Because right now, I'm I'm hoping I know that it will bless women who are about to get married and going. Wait a minute, I need to talk to him before he. I'm, I got to do a Angela, bro. I don't want. I want to raise my family, and I think when you don't do that, you go into marriage, and then when you have the child, you become very bitter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Instead of having that conversation and then again going back and going okay guess what I also want to homeschool what does that look like for our family and having that real conversation because when you don't especially as women because we're nurturers and we we want to love and we kind of put ourselves on the back burner until we get burnt out you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying mm-hmm. and so to uh, to avoid that is to have those gut rock under the under the board conversations like you guys had to say I love you. Are you willing to be the breadwinner and allow me to be home? Because I'm telling you, mm-hmm. like you said, from the begin, from the rooty to the tooty, I'm right. never going to work. <laughs> right. I'm just not going. Not, right. yeah. I'm going to work, but not in the sense of corporate America, yeah. punch a clock. And so that made all the difference. Right. Yeah. You know, to right. piggyback off that as well, understanding that. And one thing you said about your kids with Pastor Bob, you said, know your kids. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have to do what's best for your kid. Mm-hmm. Know yourself mm-hmm. when you come to that. Because society will have you believe that yes. if you live a certain way when it comes mm-hmm. to that, mm-hmm. that you're devalued. Or yes. if you're, because people love saying, oh, right. you're just a. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, you know, oh, you're just oh, a stay yeah. at home mom. Right. Or you're exactly. just a, you know, stay at home wife. Yeah. And there's no, or you're just a stay at home dad. Right. They love putting that just. just right. Yeah. And devaluing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like raising kids is not one of the most important jobs right. that we're beautiful tasked. things. Right. right. You know, you have to know yourself and understand that you can't listen to what society 
society tells you mm-hmm. or their idea of what it should look like for you. Right. right. Because if we've learned nothing from society, society is twisted. Oh, yeah. All day. Society oh, yeah. is twisted. Right. It's fake. There's no and it's, vi- it's fickle. It's fickle. It'll very switch fickle. up on you in a minute. Because mm-hmm. even even from a so-called beauty standard, mm-hmm. when you go from the 30s to the 40s, that thick that thick round woman mm-hmm. was what it was. They right. used to make clothes mm-hmm. to make their hips look bigger. Right. To make their bodies look bigger. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was just if you were if you were thin and frail. You were unhealthy. Right, you were unattractive. Right. right. Yeah. That switch to now the curvy woman is now the un the unbeautiful, mm-hmm. and now the the stick mm-hmm. figure is now the mm-hmm. you know right. the beauty standard. And then we flip it again. And then we, we flip, flip it, it again. again. Right. And now curvaceous and big lips is back again. Right. Mm-hmm. You know now we're doing surgery and all kind of stuff to get back to that. And so when you listen to that voice. It'll mm-hmm. throw you off yeah. because there are a lot of people, men and women like you, Angela, who know I'm not built for corporate America. Right. Right. That is not what I want to do. My happy place is not there. My joy is not there. Right. But they'll listen to that outside voice will say, oh, but you, oh, but you a woman, you supposed to do this, you supposed right. to do that. Right. And now they're stuck. Right. And I think you have to be secure and like, and for me, you know, cause every, I know everybody's not a Christian, but for me, knowing that God led me, like God put it on my heart to be right. stay at home and homeschool. Right and all that other stuff but I would say like you have to like staying at home and homeschooling you have to know why you're doing it you have to feel like you know and of course you'll have times you doubt because trust me there are times Mm -hmm. I'm like oh my gosh I'm ruining my kids they're gonna go to college they're not gonna know anything because people are like they would plant seeds of doubt like oh well are you a teacher like do you have a certificate you know like you have to and I'm like well if I know it and I can teach them. And I always wanted to right. teach them how to learn, right. how, how to teach themselves something. Right. But anyway, but you get people who will be like, if I say, oh, well, what do you do? Because people define you by what you do. Of course. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Oh, I'm, you know, I stay at home with my kids. And so, oh, I could never do that. Oh, you homeschool. Oh, I could never. And now, mind you, I didn't ask you to stay at home. <laughs> no, right? I should do you that. You just asked me what I did. Right. You just asked me what school my you kids go to. Now you're feeling said, oh, guilty. Now you're feeling guilty. And literally nine times out of ten, people's first response is, oh, I could never do that. Right. Oh, I, I can't teach my. And I'm like, well, okay, I didn't ask you to. And so it's right. like you, when you tell somebody you're doing something, it's like they automatically make it about themselves. Right. Yes. Right. They automatically reject like, oh, you know, like you're saying I should be staying at home and not working. You're saying I should homeschool right. and I'm like no you just asked me and I was doing immediately people like feel like they have to defend why they're not doing what you're doing and so you know I had my family people are like you know especially when we were going through financial distress mm-hmm. people were like, well you need to go back to work like you like to them it looked insane right like, you're str- on the struggle bus right but you won't go back to work right you know the kids are not going to be socialized you know whatever and so I would just tell people if you have an issue with it Take it up with Jesus. Come on now. Because this is what he's called me to do. Right. And so then they couldn't, they were like, oh. No, there's nothing to that. There's nothing to that. There's nothing to that. But I was so secure and I knew like this is what God, this is where I'm supposed to be. Mm. Regardless of the financial distress, regardless of, you know, my the doubts people put in your head about what's going to happen to your kids if you homeschool. Right, you know, right, like you got right. tinfoil hats and then we're going to be in our little bunkers, <laughs> you know, with our rifles. Like, the government is trying to, you know. Right. I'm like, we're really not Waiting for that like alien that. ship right, to come. So, right, we got little yeah. Duggar dresses on, you know. And that is stuff, not what and, we're doing. Right, and so, it, but for me, it was like, okay, you know, God, God has called me to this. So I think you, ha- you have to know why you're doing something right. and just be, be just this is my purpose this is what i'm doing this works for me mm-hmm. i'm not asking you to do it right yeah. you know and then at the same time you have to be on the same page like yeah. as a husband it was you 
I can't say that it was easy all the time, right. that I didn't have doubts, and then, but my responsibility was to cover my wife. Because right. Right. you know, I'm in corporate America, and people are saying, well, you're doing this, and your wife's not working, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. And my, and my wow. family also, oh, you're, yeah. oh yeah, what are you doing? And, and I really? had to cover what she's doing is more important than anything else. Mm. What her job is better than anybody's job in right. terms of raising our kids. Right. Uh, and, and I had to go through those doubts as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember once uh, it was playtime, and when I was working from home, this is when I had started the company, um, and I took Alexandra and Sydney out for just a bike ride. Right. And so I was walking, and they were biking just in the cul-de-sac, and a thought came to mind, which was like, what am I doing to my kids? They're not surrounded by anybody. They're just playing with themselves, and there's mm. no, no interaction socially. And so those thoughts came to mind, which was like, what are you doing to your kids? They're gonna be socially deprived, yada, mm. yada, yada. And I was overcome by that. And the Lord stopped me in my tracks and said, I've called you guys to do this. Wow. Just trust me in this whole process. Yeah. You know, so there are times where you're doubting and we have to get together and really be on the same page and say, honey, this is what I'm feeling. This is what's going on. Because if I didn't do that, I would literally be where in a spot where I was really, really doubting right. everything that right. we're doing mm -hmm. and just kind of force her to, you know, maybe we should consider or reconsider this model. And so, wow. Now wow. with that being said, cause I'm curious, from your standpoint, so rewind just a little bit before the kids came, because like Angela said, you guys had that conversation even before you guys right. have kids. Mm -hmm. So when she first came to you and said, this is how I feel. I don't want to be in corporate America. I want to be at home. I want to be a stay at home wife, eventually a stay at home mother. Your initial thought, your initial feeling, how did you initially feel when she first had that conversation with you? Well, I was comfortable with it because my mom was a stay-at-home mom. Okay. Mm. And the challenge that my mom and dad had at one point was my mom wanted to work. Right. And my dad was like, no, 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 you're not, you're not going to work. You don't need to work. Plus, you can't work because you're the, you're the, you're the wife of, and you can't work. Right. You can't be seen as working. Culturally, it wasn't accepted that the colonel's wife is out working in the United States. Now, right. mm -hmm. your job is stay home, put on nice events, et cetera. Right. Uh, but I was, so I was used to growing up with my mom at home. And so it was a natural, yeah, this is, this. it was more mm. natural in terms of the culture and what we I'm used to, but the financing piece was a little bit different. Okay. Right? Because it was like, okay, does that mean, you know, there's one right. income and getting used to that and, right. and really agreeing to that. And I think working together as a couple was critical for us to make sure that financially, this is the plan. One income, all of that. I'm gonna hoard. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hoard all of my money. Right? <laughs> like, so she can hoard all her money. Like, First of all, no man steaks. No man steakums is so good. <laughs> Philly cheese steak, ma'am. Man, get some little onions on there. Yes, honey. Right. Some right. some provolone cheese. So here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. So now, when when I hear you guys, we fast forward because now we we've homeschooled our beautiful children. I mean, babies is going to college. Babies doing their thing, right? Babies are doing extremely well. Extre First of all, they're not social missing anything. These no. are some, these are some right. extraordinary Very. children. Not socially I mean, awkward at all. No. They mom a little socially awkward, but <laughs> the babies are good. Listen, listen to me. Like these children, that is that has not that is not their problem. No, no. It is not. These at are all. some. And, and to, you sit right. down with one of her kids or their kids, and you'll find out. You'll be like, 
Oh. At any age. At Start any with age. the youngest yes. to the oldest. Because I not too long ago had a conversation with Samantha. I was right. like, okay, Samantha. <laughs> Those are great questions. <laughs> Give me a moment. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And you know, people still question, like, even after they meet our kids uh-huh. and see, like, our kids can talk to anybody. Else. Yes. yes. Like, at two, About three anything. years old, he will be sitting and having adult, and people are like, well, you know, and so it's so funny when people are like, home aren't socialization. But then I'll meet kids who aren't homeschool and nothing against them right but you know i'm like wait we were at somebody's house for dinner kids did not speak to us at all the weirdest most awkward silence they saw us they walked (laughs) they got their dinner they walked like literally did not you know and that was weird you would think like oh hello we have like nothing really weird Uh they were just like oh my gosh there's people here so we sat at the dinner table with alexandra sydney we're having a conversation about politics this and the girls were like Uh mid-teens politics whatever so we're and so then homeschooling comes up and she's like oh you homeschooled it and says to me aren't you worried about like socialization we're having I'm like lady with did you just <laughs> <laughs> I was like wait you're sitting at the table having, having a conversation. conversation with my teenagers about life and, and current events and right. your kids didn't even look at they just right. blink in my direction then you know and, and I'm like and you're asking and I just was baffled by it. like people don't even bother to like really see them and I'm like wait yeah. your kids didn't even say hi right like you're having a, a like a great conversation with my kid and you you're asking me about social like that's probably the number one question socialization socialization you know and i'm thinking like what so it was just weird you know it was just really really weird i was like so you guys know like our kids are like yeah i I, I love your kids so let's we're gonna fast forward okay i know because we're good on time but we gotta we gotta keep it we gotta because then there was a a not even a transition but there was um the children are older and so Daniel, now your wife comes because I, I think I love your support for your wife. She comes and she's like, baby, I don't. OK, let me just backtrack. <laughs> I don't know if because you was making spam and glamping that you became this incredible chef that you are because that <laughs> is crazy. But she comes and she goes, this is my desire. Yeah, I want to I want to be a chef. I want to do this and I want this business. And you look at her and you say, I say, well, it, it will. I say, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, she supported me. But this journey of hers started six, seven years ago. Wow. Where she was testing in the kitchen and doing it, but she never launched anything because it wasn't the time. Mm. And she was like, I can't I can't do what I want to do and take care of the children the way I was called to do. Mm. Uh, and so it was through the years that she like was example, you know, testing out meals and just right. all this stuff. So when she came to me, I was like, oh, yeah, because this has been six, something, seven years that she's right, been right. marinating on this idea. Right. And finally, when we were ready, I think it was a perfect scenario where she could do it from home, mm-hmm. still care for the kids. Right. I wouldn't miss a beat. Right. We would all support her and what she was doing. So it was naturally for me to say, yeah, this let's let's go for it. Yeah. You, you knew, know. but you already knew that this was coming. Yeah, I knew I, it was coming. Yeah, you knew that she was going to be this thing, this person that she is right, right yeah. now. You already knew that. Yeah. So then, Angela, for you, mm-hmm. so because that's a big step, just yeah. like for Daniel. But, I mean, it, it, at least for him, and I'm not trying to take away, but it was earlier on in the, you know, in the marriage. Mm-hmm. Everything really wasn't solidified just yet. It wasn't mm-hmm. running to perfection as of yet. Mm-hmm. So he could kind of play with it a little bit and, and get it where he wanted it to be. But for you, everything is set. Daniel's established, homeschool's established, kids are established. There's a certain foundation, a certain lifestyle you guys are accustomed to. 
How did you, when did you get to the point to say, you know what, this is beautiful, but it's not quite enough for me. So I need to venture out. It's my turn. It's my turn. Mm-hmm. How did you get to that point? Right. Yeah. I think definitely like it's, it's been a buildup. And like for me, it was like the, my training ground was like, you know, those, what can we make with this? <laughs> as I look back, you know, or when the kids would have, because I have a, events and catering business for those of you who don't know. Say the name. Um, Say the name. Um, Shout it out, peas. please. Thank sweet, you. It's, uh, sweet Peas Smuggles and Cakes. Um, and uh, it's uh, events and catering and Sweet Peas Smuggles and Cakes are my kids' middle, I mean, my their nicknames. Mm-hmm. So the two oldest are my Sweet Peas mm-hmm. and then... Matthew's Smuggles and Samantha's Cakes. Aww. So people always ask me, like, what is that? But anyway, I was like, I'm going for it. I know it's weird and it's different, but that's what it is. Shout out to um, Tanya. But, yeah. Shout out to um, Tanya. So, um, so anyway, so for me, it was like, a you know, just when they would have a birthday party, I would like, okay, I literally within like two days, I could throw together this amazing event and, you know, they would mm-hmm. be like, wait, how did you do this? You know? Right. So it was more like just something that was just a passion. Food I've been obsessed with since I think the day I was born. Okay. So when I was growing up, like I would, I would, I had I collected fake food. I still do. Um, I'll show you I used guys to draw. I used I've to, seen it when I helped you do I the garage. To, um, <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. Um, yeah, and that company went out of business. Where I used to buy from. But anyway, but, um, but I would draw. I mean, I was I would draw pictures of food. I would want to eat food. I would want to right. Like food was just everything. I remember when I was pregnant with Alex. We that's when we got the Food Network started. Kind of it was a new thing. And I was like, we need to have cable because there's a network that has food on it, you know? <laughs> um, and so it was like, so for me, it's just, I've always, like, I've loved, you know, like international food. Mm-hmm. Like, I've just, to this day, I just, food is, I can watch it. I watch people eat food. I watch people make food, whatever. Um, and so it, it started out just as a passion and then a hobby and then something I'd dabble in, like, when I felt like it. And then I think um, a few years ago, um, you know, being at church, mm-hmm. I was coordinating EHQ, so that really taught me a lot about like catering and portions and so really life has taught me how to do business like God has used like no you can still stay at home homeschool do whatever your school is going to be life because I right. remember even thinking to myself this is a couple of years ago I was like I can't do this because I'm you know I never went to school for this because you know right. people America makes you think you have to you need a piece of paper you need a piece of paper and you sat in a classroom and you read a book as opposed to just real life just hands-on learning right and so I just doubted myself. I was like, well, I didn't go to school. Nobody's going to take me seriously. Like, yeah, you know, whatever. And I remember being at my sister's house and she had, we just had this prayer session. I don't know how it started, but she just started praying over me and prophesying over me. Mm-hmm. And one of the things she, and I had never told anybody that I had that doubt and that like school, I need to go to school. Right. And she just said, she said you, and she was just smacking my hands and she was like, your gift is here. God has given you. He said, mm-hmm. you know, you're sleeping. Wow. Told me, he said, you being lazy with your gift. Oh. Like I've given it to you. I've mm-hmm. given you resources. I've given you something to financially bless your family and you're not using it, you know, right. out of fear. Right. And so she, and one of the things she said to me, she said, you don't have to go to school. The Lord says you don't need to go to school. Ooh. And I was like, who told her that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, she just said who the said Lord it? told her. But who I was like, Lord, Lord Jesus? You know? <laughs> uh, right. And I was like, what? And so when she said that, that just wrecked me. Cause I was yeah. like, okay, I knew it was the Lord speaking. Right. That was such a big obstacle of like, no, you know, for somebody, you know, like, oh, are you accredited? Did you go to Culinary Institute of America? Right. No, I went to the Culinary Institute of YouTube. Right, um, there you go. Thank you. Books and yes. in the kitchen, and you know, just you know, doing. And so for me, um, that was kind of the catalyst that kind of like, okay, I I can do this now. And then you know, the two older ones are you know they're like adults now. Right. I still have the two smaller ones, 
but I just felt like, okay, now it's my time to be able to like take this seriously and, right. yeah. and like, you know, make money to, and I have to say that it, it is, it makes it easier mm-hmm. because it's not necessary. Like the money I make is mm-hmm. not, we don't need, and I don't, I'm scared to say this, Lord Jesus, don't, you don't have to change this now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, it's like, I don't need to it doesn't do need it to be right on the now. books. It right. doesn't need to be on the right. books. So, right. it's, so, 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 so I can kind of, okay, we'll talk <laughs> later. No, you're talking to the so, wrong answer. Right. When I get my account, <laughs> I'm going to send my account to you. Right. Yeah, they just always ask me, like, honey, how much money do money? you make? Like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, I don't know. I'm yeah. not sure. Don't like, believe that, Dale. Don't, don't believe that at all. She know to the penny. So Angela's know our money to a quarter penny to the invite. He goes, he's like, how much? I was like, I am not sure. Like, honey, how much money did you make last year? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Right. Uh, I, I really don't know. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, it's, it's nice because I feel like I can still learn and grow and like you know okay that worked that doesn't work right. or whatever without the pressure of you know I need this because I got to pay the car or I right. need this because exactly. I got to you know so that but I that's feel so like good. that's a blessing um, from God to mm-hmm. you know because it's like sometimes when you go through a season of up and down struggle or whatever mm-hmm. you start getting into a struggle mindset you can yeah. you start thinking like Scarcity oh that's mindset. just how yeah. it's gonna always be yes, like absolutely. I'm always gonna have to struggle for everything and you know and you know, I'm thinking well, maybe I already paid my dues a little bit. The Lord is, I was like, Lord, we don't have to go back there again, do we? Um, you know, so I, so that too is like just getting used to like, okay, it, sometimes something can just, it's still hard and it's still mm-hmm, a lot yeah. of work. And I, you know, sometimes it's tiring or whatever, but I love it. It cost you something. But yeah, it costs you something exactly. But it's just, you know, not getting the set like, okay, it, not feeling guilty. Right. That. It's yeah. a luxury right now. Right. That yeah. it's, it, like it's something that I can like turn on and turn off. And right. It's okay, this month I'm kind of busy, so I can't really do that many gigs. So, but sort of, I think that's one of the things I struggle with. It's like, it's it's not a struggle. So, you know, does that make sense? Because, but, no, it makes sense. It makes but, sense because we always think that everything in life they ha- we're always waiting for the other shoe to drop and yeah. we're always waiting for something to be a struggle and if it's not a struggle then we we don't deserve it I right. think it becomes with worthiness right like right. how worthy are we you are worthy you, and it doesn't mean that struggle won't come but I think sometimes we're so busy waiting to struggle or waiting for something to happen that we don't enjoy the blessing of what we have right. and I have to rewind for one second because I know we need to to um to wind down but one thing that I, I, I needed to to say and one thing that me and Sanchez have always talked about was the fact that couples need to talk about living on one income one income is so important I don't think that people understand the concept of one income we didn't understand in the beginning of our marriage no, one income right but now we completely understand the concept of one income because with one income even if the other person is working or whatever mm-hmm. it gives you the freedom and the option to dream and Come so on. that's what happened Come because on. you guys started so early in the game of doing one income when the time came you could literally dream because Daniel was already dreaming right, yeah. right? he was already dreaming you guys have already talked about it he was already dreaming he not only I will say Daniel was not only dreaming but he was already manifesting mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. so whatever the situation was you both got together and said hey we can do this no you're not going back to corporate America baby we just gonna eat this spam and this eggs and glamp <laughs> as much as we can because right. I know that God has called us to do this so when your time came per se when your time came don't even worry you didn't have to, I won't even say worry but there was no anxiety to that mm-hmm. because you were given, God gave you the freedom and the option to do this in right. such a way that it did not affect you financially, it did not affect your children. And the fact that you both knew, which I love when you said, you know, Daniel said, which was so beautifully said, he said, six years she was 
her craft was being built but she said that she knew that God said this wasn't her time to release it yet mm -hmm. so this is your time to release it so now you embrace it so you guys have open the door for communication and open the door and set yourself up for the success because I, you're one of our most successful. We love you guys so much. But I think couples need to hear that, that communication came first, then knowing how you're going to live came second and waiting for the right season. Just because God gave you the gift to do it doesn't mean it's the right now time, right. Yeah. you know? And so right. that's amazing. So, so what's happening now in terms of just, you talk about dreaming. It, it's been six, seven years that she's been doing it what she's been building up, mm -hmm. her dreams are now becoming our dreams. Mm. Like you the go, way... Me, please say that go, again go, for the family in the back that didn't hear Daniel, you. Bill, Daniel, don't time. start. Her dreams Ooh, are becoming our dreams. Like I literally am having conversations with her about, honey, the next house we buy, we need to have something that has a space where you can cater and have companies or have families come in for dinners for special dinners mm. things like that so her dreams have now become our dreams and, mm. and we're planning around those dreams and i think that i almost that cried i'm so her. serious that almost made me want to cry that's, <laughs> that's so beautiful to her in terms of my because my dreams became her dreams and mm. she was really supportive and now god is saying you're not those dreams that you have she had are now going to be your, your dreams and mm. so it's it's an interesting thing that's happening with that's what's up I don't, I, I, I don't even know I what do to do after that. I don't even know what to do. I do want to. That was amazing. Wow. Fam, that was. Understand. If you don't take anything you away, from, away from that, <laughs> from this particular episode, so family, take that. Listen to what the prince just said. Wow. <laughs> I, I do have a question, though, um, before we get to the point we wrap up, because I'm curious, because you guys have made this journey sound extremely beautiful, mm -hmm. which I know it has been, because yeah. it's. But I know it hasn't been always easy. Mm -hmm. And I know it hasn't always been, I'm pretty sure there's been some tears. I'm pretty sure there's been some arguments. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure, I'm pretty sure it has. But here's what I'm curious about because the type of man you married, you married a world traveler, literally a world traveler. Yes. Um, even before he started his own business, this is who he is. Right. So, especially when he started his own business, now there's a lot of traveling. I mean, of course, in the last year, things have changed, but, mm -hmm. you know, traveling here and there, being gone a lot of the time. So you went from literally being a stay-at-home mom with a husband there to a stay-at-home mom with a husband being across the world. Mm -hmm. How did you adjust? What What was that like for you? Um, it, it was actually not bad. Um, we, I mean, except the one time you got stuck in for Cameroon a month and a half. for a month and a half. <laughs> so I literally, in my mind, was like, okay, I, d I had really gone into single mom mode because right. it was like an issue with his visa and whatever. It's right. a long story. Um, but just like, you know, in the you know the red tape he had to go through to like to be able to come back and all this other stuff. Um, and so for me, that was really hard because it was like, I mean, six weeks. He was supposed to be gone for two weeks. Right. <laughs> so every week, it was like every day, really, it was like, okay, they said today, well, I have to go here. And, you know, so week. it just got to the point where I was like, okay, I don't know when he's coming home. And so I, you know, I just kind of shut down and went into single mom mode. And so after that, we decided that he, you, I think it was like a 10 day or two week max. Yeah, it was a 10 day So max. he would travel including and it wasn't, travel yeah, time. yeah, including travel time. Because for me, and this is just me. Like I would just, um, I would, I would just go into autopilot. Okay. And so if he was gone for more than two weeks, he had to like come home and reintroduce himself. To <laughs> literally, literally. You know, right. And so I was like, yeah, we, you know, because I was like, you can't, because because you know, I just would 
going auto, you know, like single mom mode, whatever. Okay, right, whatever. right, and then right, he came right. home and he would be like, okay, kids, blah, blah, blah. We'd be like, wait, who is you? <laughs> you know, we'd be like, you got our flow, right, you got to come routine. in and be it's like, routine, clean the honey. wash the dishes, go to bed at nine. No, we go to bed at 9.05. You know, like, you know, so... It was like so. And it was it was hard sometimes because yeah. I would she would like on the phone. Are you come home? You come home? Then I come home. She's like cold. Like like because I, I was like I, I should have like, stayed longer. Right? Right. Like, what is that? Because it was like I had just you know I was like oh who are yeah. you again? You know I I don't know why I have such a short. Maybe because I'm so used to having around a lot, so right. I don't know why I had such a short attention span. <laughs> um, but you know, so we kind of established that, and then, but a lot of his trips were not like super long or whatever, uh-huh. you know. And it wasn't, you know, it was like maybe five, six times a year, maybe seven or eight on a bit, you know. So, but they right. were, you know, he would just be mindful of like how. So I'm like, if the meeting's on Friday, you know, in Africa, mm-hmm. you can leave on Tuesday. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Wednesday, <laughs> get on a plane Friday after the meeting is over, and I'm gonna need you to be here. Right, we serve um, on we serve church you know, on Sunday. You need to be about, here. Yeah, I don't care about jet lag. I don't care about. You worry about that later. Worry about that later. Sixteen hour flight. Right, like, don't matter. You, you, you want me to be here? You need, not that I was going anywhere, but you know what I'm saying. But mentally and emotionally, so I just we just kind of put that in place, and we and when you said about like the one thing is we never argued. About right. him working, okay, or like you know when we were glamping, whatever. Like right. that's one thing we never because I, if anything, I would fuss at him to fight harder for what he deserves. So okay. that was the, any of my things with him when we had like these like financial season, but like lack and like super mm-hmm. lack. Right. Sometimes mm-hmm. it was like lack to the tenth level, right? You know, to like <laughs> you know, I was like, Jesus, are you still there? Um, right. You know, but I would never. I still would never look at him sideways. Okay. I mm-hmm. never would get angry with him. I would never blame him. I would get you know if if we did get into an argument about his work, it was because I was like, you got it, like. You know, you got to know your worth. Right. Yeah. You know, get you know. So it was more for me just pushing him to push hard and be more aggressive, like with his clients, and not take a lot of stuff. So that yeah. was like, literally, it was never me. Like, you need to go find it, like ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. she she pushed me a lot on that, and that and that's what really changed kind of the way I even approach who I am, mm-hmm. um, because she kept saying you have more value and. And I was I was listening, but it's kind of hard, you know. You listen, you listen, but you don't really act when you have the opportunity to act. Yeah. And God had to force my hand. He was like, No, 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 no. Let me teach you something. I worked at Shutterfly, factory job. Was it five years ago when we were in Charlotte? Because mm-hmm. that was a. I went from consulting with L3, the third largest defense contractor in the world, mm-hmm. right? coming here, having the ca- the contract uh, annulled because they sold the company, mm-hmm. and uh, to now. You know, trying to struggle to make something happen in Charlotte and working at Shutterfly mm-hmm. for, I think it was like three weeks or four weeks. Look at you so doing a whole full right. three weeks. Well, you I mean, okay? Listen, right. listen, a listen. whole three weeks. Well, I mean, imagine Some, you're talking business owner, right. corporate guy, now you're a Shutterfly. Like, yeah, Shutterfly. like how did you last for three whole but weeks? But, but sitting in the lunchroom talking to people and they're like, what are you doing here? Like, I was like, but you know, sometimes in business you're going to have to eat the mud. Right? Yeah. You're going to have to humble yourself and do because sometimes you think you're beyond doing whatever. Yeah. yeah. I did mm-hmm. it. 
And what God showed me was, I needed you to go through this so I can teach you what your value is. Mm. So I made 300 and 400 and something, enough to buy Christmas gifts for the kid, for the family Come on that now. summer. <laughs> yes. And then I get yeah, a call. Mm-hmm. Well, just say he yeah. was willing to do that. Right. I've, I've done that before. Like, I get long a enough call. to get Christmas gifts, right. and I ain't doing this right. no more. Right. <laughs> then I get a call that Monday from my friend who was an ambassador in Washington. Hey, I need you to put together a concept paper for me. I know you can do it. It's like just three or four pages. And this is what I'm thinking about. Took me an hour. He paid me 500 bucks. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said, okay, how long did you work at Shutterfly? (laughs) For the $300? (laughs) For that $300? Not $100. One hour, he paid (laughs) you $500. (laughs) Know your worth. Know your worth. Know your value. Know your worth. And this is what, and so, and it just, Reminded me of what my right. wife kept saying to me. You're more valuable than that. Yeah. You can do more. So it's a blessing. It. I have one more question. What you got, babe? Kind of. It's it's light dark, not after dark. Amen. Light dark. Light dark. We all married here. We you all know, married. Light dark. <laughs> How with all of that homeschooling and entrepreneurship and transitioning and all the things that you guys do and him traveling how do you keep the fire burning I just needs to know oh. I mean do y'all have time for me <laughs> <laughs> how do you cause I, I I say that to you because just recently you and him went roller skating it was yes. the cutest little thing it was yes, so, so cute y'all went roller skating together so how, telling the the family and and that everything that y'all been through and still walking through, right? Yeah. How do you still keep the the fire burning between you two? Right. Well, it's it's work. We don't always we fail miserably at it mm-hmm. often, mm-hmm. more often than we should. You mm-hmm. know, we're always like, okay, we're gonna every th- Thursday, Friday, we're gonna do a date night, and we don't always do it. Right. Um. And then as far as like you know intimacy, um. You know, let's just go there real quick. Like that again. Yeah. That has been a fail and success. And, you know, <laughs> it's a hit and miss. Yes, it's a hit miss. Great, it's great. Daniel's like, hey, babe, remember me? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you need those things. Um, so, um, I need those things. <laughs> yeah. She don't need well, nothing, she Daniel. Need she she like, don't need nothing. I'll give it to you no. when I'm ready. When I'm ready. You know, you know, guys, more of a need, more right. than a desire. Want. It's like no, we need it. Um, so you know, so we, you know. Again, the twenty-some years we've had, you know, seasons of feast or famine um, so in that area. And so, yeah, but, like lately, we just, you know, don't do that. Have, it's not cool. I'm just saying. We're over there with them. We're, We're right. with it's them. True. Yes. Those after dark episodes, man. Decades. <laughs> I'm just saying. Continue. Right. I'm just saying. Right. Just... But no, we, you know, so we try to, you know, I think um, COVID has been nice in the sense that, you know, we've got to spend a lot of good mm-hmm. time together. Now you're like searching, like what is open, you know, right. what can we do. But like going. It was so much fun and, you know, just like, you know, I felt like a kid again and just yeah. being there with him. And he was like, you know what? And he, you know, invited me and, you know, I had already scheduled a women's yeah. meeting and I was like, okay, I got to go. I got to go. So that kind of, you know, just trying to, f- you know, figure out the consistent dating thing, yeah. you know, which again, sometimes we fail at. And for me, as far as intimacy wise, like my husband for 20 still looks at me like I'm just the hottest thing since sliced bread. Come on now. Like, Come on and now. so for me, I'm like, you know, from like, pregnancy weight and me you know how you feel like not so great you know but he's always don't like, be shocked just, just respond don't n- be shocked n- <laughs> <laughs> like walk into it just, come on somebody <laughs> say it again say it again <laughs> 
Don't just be shy. And ride the wave. I'm just saying, just accept it and ride the wave. That's all I'm saying. Don't fight against the current. Don't fight against the current. That's all I'm saying. Don't fight it. Don't fight it at all. Join the party. Join. I'm just saying. Well, you recently come up with some things that don't allow me to say no anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we won't talk about that. Yeah. No, no. I will get you to after come on. after dark. We may have you back on the after dark episode. Yeah, for after dark episode. And, you know, and that, and that, that kicked off after our lunch yes after the park He's outside of the, in the backyard now. remember our we, little we dinner we had yes. yes come on so he is just no yeah. it is not <laughs> yeah you. it's been there <laughs> <laughs> see what you started see I'm sorry okay see let's we go started. okay no we're gonna end it we're gonna end okay. it but y'all coming back for after after dog oh, wait, oh wait, yeah wait, wait, actually wait. yeah we actually really may have you guys back yeah we for need you back episode. for after dark episode oh, would you be willing to do that for yeah. the family would y'all do that for the family are you okay. kidding me let me get my after dark voice going right now nice so. you have an after dark voice Angela I know <laughs> is, that, is that it? Is I hope no. That's personal. Okay, okay, okay. I don't, I don't, Angela, that's So it wouldn't be appropriate right now. Okay, wow. I got you. Yeah. Okay, sis, I got you. One of the things I'm pretty sure you guys know because you're regular listeners, which we appreciate. Uh, I'm sorry, um, the number one listener. You, yeah, you are the, the number, number one, one listener. listener. I'm the number two. Yeah, yeah. She's almost our manager. Y'all don't even yeah. know. Seriously, it's almost, almost yeah. talking. Yeah, because right the way she no, pushed, the way she pushed her husband is how she do us. But we're not gonna talk about there it today. You, um, <laughs> you know when your car phone picks up, your phone picks up the car, the car, whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hers like. Uh, Crenshaw Corner, huh? Crenshaw. You put a thump, 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 or in the middle of a car. Right. We love you, girl. We love you. You guys know we always like to end on a, a final thought. Yeah. So I'm going to start with you, Angela. Not not Bay, but Angela. I'm going to start with you. Final thought? Final thought. What is, like final thought? Because I can never think of one, but go what ahead. What is your final thought for the family? Um, final thought is just to be, have the conversations. You know, like you guys said, communicate, ask all the, you think of every scenario, mm-hmm. you know, and even if you're already married, I would say, still have that conversation. Things that you've held back from your spouse and right. that you've been afraid to like ask or issue you've been afraid to deal with. Mm-hmm. I would say just, you know, start talking. And literally, even listen to Dr. Laura. You know, go back to Dr. Laura. I'm gonna go back and listen to Dr. Laura. But that's what I would say: is just like have the conversations, talk through it, and just be honest about how you feel, whether it's good feeling or bad feeling. Right. But just have the conversation. That's cool, Daniel, sir. When you've had the conversations and you're like you've drawn up the playbook, and you're starting to execute the playbook, mm-hmm. just know that there are going to be audibles. Mm-hmm. There are going to be changes. There are going to mm-hmm. be and how you respond to those um, ups and downs yeah. is going to be a determinant of how successful you're going to be. Are you going to mm-hmm. stay with the playbook and have faith that God is going to take you through this, or are right. you going to change it completely? Right. There was a tendency that I had was like, I need to change, I need to change it up, and God's saying, no, 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 no. I've drawn Just the playbook, going. stay on course, and know that there are going to be ups and downs, and be ready for those, and have some type of a uh, plan for that you know right. how are you going to deal with those versus changing because we have a tendency to want to just change up things versus saying I'm just going to ride through it and we were so ride through it trust God in the process and um, and just stay focused on it I love it yeah. Bye. I think um, listening to you guys, you have I, me personally um, a statement more than a final thought. I probably have both, as you know. That's how my mind yeah, works. Yeah, it's okay. Um, thank you. You so you're so sweet. <laughs> I'll be learning from Daniel. You be be learning. Learning. <laughs> you better learn from Daniel. But um, the first thing I would say is that 
um, what I love is today, even listen to, I don't know how Sanchez feel, but you have challenged us as, as a couple. I think I felt like our marriage was challenged in yeah. having a communication with you as far as pushing each other even harder, um, what you guys do and just making sure that we stay keep I mean we're a huge we, we communicated out sometime but just keeping that we're challenging each other and pushing each other so I thank you guys so much for that it was so major and then the final thought which is almost always my final thought you have got to communicate you have got to be honest you have got and I and and you have got to have those conversations not in your house the best way to have these conversations is to have it outside of your house your mm -hmm. house is so comfortable and I think for us we've been having conversations outside of our house right and it's helped us so much because we it's almost like a business meeting now now. We actually schedule business meetings for Crenshaw Corner and for our marriage now because in the house is so cozy and it's so comfortable. And so you're really not really saying what you really want to say. But if you treat like a business meeting and like the Crenshaw Corner is a business, the Crenshaws are a business and we will be in ruins if we don't have a foundation, like Daniel said, or a plan, like you said, and 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 focus on that plan and move forward. So I just want to thank you guys for just um continuing to push us in the way that we need to go in marriage. So that was my final thought and a statement. You saw yeah. me, baby. I saw you, girl. I love you. Yes. My final thought is going to be kind of a piggyback off of what Daniel said, um, not in his final thought, but a little early in the conversation. One thing that you said that I hope the family caught was know your worth. Mm -hmm. And the, my final know. thought for the family is know your worth. Mm -hmm. Know your worth individually. Mm -hmm. If you're a married couple, understand the worth of your marriage. Yes. Because I think that's where a lot of couples go wrong, that they devalue and don't truly Come understand on. the worth of their marriage, mm -hmm. why they've been brought together, um, what they're to accomplish together, mm -hmm. what one means to the other. Right. And just know your worth, know your value, know the value of your marriage, know the value yeah. of your spouse. Understand that as a husband, your job is to protect your wife mm -hmm. at all costs. Mm -hmm. That's what you, whether you like it or not, yeah. <laughs> that is your primary goal yes. right. is to protect your wife at all costs. Right. Mm -hmm. Even if it means protecting her from yourself. Yeah. Come right? on now. You have to mm. protect at all costs. Mm -hmm. Other topic. Eh? <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> I have to protect yourself from your spouse. <laughs> and vice versa with the wife. Right. Your job is to cover your husband yeah. and, and protect him at all costs. Exactly. Even if it means protecting him from yourself. Exactly. Mm. So know your value. Know your worth. Yes. And that's my final thought. Oh I'm going to use goodness. that Sanchez. We get into an argument or something like that. I'm like, I'm protecting you from me. <laughs> I'm trying to protect, protect you. you from me. Okay. <laughs> oh my, that was amazing. Oh, oh my goodness. Guys, just thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Um, seriously. No, seriously, this meant a lot to us. It did. You guys that mean a lot well. to us. Yes, thank you, you so much for being love, a love, part. Love, love, you guys. Um, family. Hopefully, I'm not gonna say hopefully. I, I know, know you can take. I know something. you can take something. <laughs> There's hopefully get your pen, get your pad. Go back and listen to this episode again because yes, I know man. you missed some of the nuggets that were dropped because it was bomb after bomb after nugget after nugget after nugget. And don't get that regular Numenor for that little Ford. You know, I need you yeah, to get the get big. Get that Reynolds. Get that Get that Reynolds. But I want you to get the big size because yeah, you gonna need there's some stuff to wrap up in this bag. Don't yeah. don't do like my wife. Dollar Tree Illuminum. Don't do like my wife. 
Don't go to the Dollar Tree. Oh, y'all didn't have to do that. Get that Dollar Tree red box aluminum foil. That was hurtful, y'all. Don't do that. Angela, that was hurtful. That was hurtful. That was hurtful. So, family. From now, I'm going to go ahead and get the rentals blue and silver. Could you please? At Restaurant Depot. Family is always. We thank you guys so much. We thank you for listening. We thank you for allowing us into your home. We thank you for just being a part. However you're listening, whether it's on iTunes, whether it's on Podbean, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's Google Play, whether it's Amazon Music, whether it's iHeartRadio, on our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. We thank you guys so much. And yes. as always, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast. Come on, babe. Which means we're on the socials. Tell them, baby. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. All under Crenshaw Corner. Mm-hmm. And of course, please email us at any time at yes. thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Yes. Once again, thecrenshawcorner the, the at gmail.com. <laughs> and as always, family, welcome to our journey. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.